0: Hey everybody, I'm Tim. And I'm Dean. And we're the hosts of Talking Back. We're a retro-based podcast covering movies, comics, video games, and more.
1: Check us out every Monday where we hit the rewind button and dig into some of our favorite content from the past. We like to keep things fun, lighthearted, and informative.
0: Do you feel like you need more nostalgia in your life? Then check out Talking Back. We're available everywhere podcasts are found.
1: network hello and welcome back to action action the podcast that watches all the action movies we put them on a list it's getting really big uh, you can look that list up on Letterboxd. We are part of the BFOP network. And I am Dustin, and I am joined by my co-hosts, John. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> and James. Oh, yeah! <laughs> there we go. Scissor some me, ma- daddy-ass! M- daddy <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. I like the energy. Hopefully some people are like, what the fuck? <laughs> Understand what that is. Uh, and today we're going to talk about a little movie called New York Ninja... But before we get into all that, we're gonna we're gonna do some sink or swim, as John likes to call it. Yes. And talk about some of the stuff we've been watching. And we've been off. We've actually been off for a little bit. I was gone on vacation, so we haven't recorded in a well in a couple what couple weeks.
2: Couple weeks. Not too long. But John um, and I did get together. We were gonna record, and then.
1: We didn't. <laughs> I was gonna ask about that. You guys were, you guys were hinting that you were gonna record something.
0: Well, yeah. I had to watch something so we can talk about this. And I thought you were gonna do. I thought you
1: were gonna do your Andor, uh, your Andor podcast, John, that you promised us. Andor, have you even started it?
0: Uh, which movie is that? <laughs> which <laughs> movie is that?
1: I'm gonna go with no. He has not started that. No, I haven't. Uh, uh, but James, tell me, what have you been watching? What is a sink? What is a destroy? Let's all right. mix it up. <laughs> all
2: right, I got a long list here. So, I watched a uh, 1986 movie called Heat with um, a little guy called Burt Reynolds. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a weird movie. So, he's like a a private detective, like... you can hire him to do things like he can be your bodyguard or whatever in Las Vegas, this gambler hires him. But at the same time, he kind of gets into it with, um, the local criminals. And, uh, he ends up basically pissing off the wrong son of a mob boss. And, um, some shit goes down and (laughs) it's kind of one of those, you know, The whole movie, he's like, oh, if I could just get it, you know, a hundred grand together, I can go to Venice. That's his thing, his dream. Right. So like throughout the movie, he keeps saying this. And at one point he like sits down at a blackjack table and he he gets like one hundred and twenty five grand. And then he's like, oh, no, I need one hundred and fifty grand. And then he goes (laughs) and he loses it all. Right. So he's got a gambling problem. Uh, I'd say it's middle of
1: the road mid
2: yeah pretty mid um i think we should do it on the show at some point because it's like crazy enough oh yeah to do uh so i watched that and then i watched hocus pocus 2
1: banger i'm sure
2: uh i felt it was pretty mid as well
0: <laughs> i liked it but Kids liked it
2: my kids don't there watch just scary stuff. I I guess that's scary. Well, oh this first too, pretty there's, hardcore. There's
0: some like fucking weird stuff in there's it. There's some weird things. There's some weird shit in it. Especially since I found out that the candle that they use is supposed to be made of the render fat of a hanged man.
1: Oh, right. Yeah. So you're with you're with that uh, that Texas woman well, who I says that, say, that you know any spell can come through. Your TV if you let your children watch the hocus books. Yeah, bef- too.
0: Before I got distracted, I was actually gonna say that I enjoyed oh the film my God. until I did see her say those things.
1: Mm-hmm. And I mean really opened your eyes.
0: Yeah. First I my, my, originally I was like, why is this person on the news? This is what? Like, this isn't this isn't newsworthy?
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, isn't that like isn't that every week that a Texas woman says something? Well, yeah, that exactly.
0: Crazy fundy <laughs> Says whack shit. <laughs> it's just that—that's that's the news. slow guy. news day.
2: So, <laughs> so the whole thing—we all needed someone to collect that any spell can come through the TV. So they
0: believe that that it not only is the is the movie like evil and like it's, it's dark sided. It, de- it literally casts. It can cast a. She's going to cast a spell it on can you. Cast a spell through a television, right, and into like like little Mark's brain, right? Like Mark and Sally.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Did, did any up real, did any reporter ask no. what shows she watches? No, they
0: didn't ask her any questions other than that. Must be hard for you. How are you
1: coping? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how are you alive?
0: <laughs> yeah, but I was like, how how how, how do you? I, I was like, how do you, how do you
1: not, function?
0: I'm sorry, or religious people out there. I, I'm not trying to be offensive. I just don't understand how it, spells <laughs> spells <laughs> spells.
2: Yeah um so i thought it was all right i liked it but well you would because you got the spell
1: cast on you by it
2: well yeah at one point i got into like a flash mob dance <laughs> uh, if you've seen the movie you would understand okay <laughs> uh then i watched bodies bodies bodies
1: oh yeah i talked about that one what did you think eh <laughs> yeah yeah, that's kind of how I That, that
2: was the movie we were going to do.
0: John here. I liked it. Oh, yeah. John liked it. Doesn't, what did you think of it? I can't remember. I
1: didn't much care for it. Well, there were oh, yeah. some, was was, some good bits. I thought
0: it was really funny. And I liked the ending.
1: All the jokes were so, like, uh, millennial things. I don't know. It was all yeah, like, I think there's a difference. TikTok.
0: <laughs> I think there's a difference when it's a person that's, like, maybe closer to the age of the people, like, Doing it and then mo- it's like mocking itself. I don't know. Yeah. I thought, it was, I thought it was good.
1: Fair enough. I watch a lot of
2: mid stuff.
1: it Seems <laughs> yeah, a lot um, of mid. am not getting any seeks or destroys here. Um,
2: I watch the Simpsons movie because oh yeah, my kids are like hardcore on Simpsons now. Oh, okay. Like it's the one where he with the pig, right? The movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's the pig. <laughs> Um so yeah I like that. I mean the Simpsons. I haven't seen the Simpsons in forever. Um watch Bullet Train?
0: Holy shit. You
1: watch movie.
2: Um n- did not like Bullet Train.
1: Wait, my brain isn't activating here. What am I what am Brad I which Brad Pitt? Oh, yeah, okay. Brad Pitt. Yeah. Uh,
0: Snowpiercer but like not at all like it but they're both on a train uh,
2: I I just thought there <laughs> I was saw this movie
1: and I already forgot about it
2: <laughs> I just thought there was a lot of stuff in there where I feel like they think
1: they're being clever but yeah. they're not yeah that's what I felt actually um, so clever by half
2: so yeah
1: so I w- I wouldn't watch that again. I, I didn't hate that. that movie. like it had entertaining stuff in it. It's, but yeah, I, it was long and it kept going. It
2: was long, yeah. Yeah, very long, like a train, Pretty long. it mm-hmm. kept going. <laughs> uh, then I watched 1983's Sleepaway Camp. Oh, classic. I like that. I'm a little confused at the end though. <laughs> All of a sudden at the end, some there's a reveal. There's a reveal. <laughs> traumatized me as a 10 year old when i first saw that movie i I bet (laughs) because it it comes out of nowhere at the end all of a sudden you think she is naked and then you see like full frontal oh she's a boy Mm -hmm. and then it's like that's it yeah (laughs) so (laughs) So at the beginning of the
1: movie there's like a bunch. there's like a very convoluted like backstory flashback thing that you're supposed to remember by the time you get to the end of the movie, except it's it's so poorly laid out right. that by the time you get there, you're like, what? what's happening here? Okay, well at the <laughs> beginning,
2: there's the dad and then the son and the daughter on the boat, and then they're in the water, and then the the mm-hmm. the camp counselors run the boat over the dad, yeah,
1: um, and the daughter. Or I I don't understand. No, there's a, the 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 daughter was or yeah the daughter was killed and then the, the aunt raised the the boy, the boy as a as girl. A girl. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, I see. Oh, okay, I've never seen the movie, but that makes sense. Yeah. And then it fucked
1: them up. Yeah, But that's they maybe, why they're a killer. That's why they become a slasher killer. Uh, they well, they just, become a slasher killer. Spoiler alert for Sleepaway yeah. Camp. Yeah
2: they become a slasher killer because uh, I'm guessing to get revenge for what happened. Yeah, I guess like, to that camp. Like, yeah. Cause it came from that camp.
0: Yeah. Oh. Yeah.
1: Man. Okay. Weird.
0: Do you guys ever go to camp? I never went to camp. No, I
1: went one time, one summer to a Christian summer camp. Yeah. Something all right. Okay. It was, it was like, <laughs> I don't want to talk. Let's about it. Let's unpack that a little bit. Um, <laughs> I never went to a camp
0: before, so like I I, I don't know if it's a, as Canadian a thing as is an American thing?
2: Uh, well, I went to. We had like a grad retreat for elementary school yeah, where it's we like, went it's like
0: two nights though.
2: Yeah, it was like two. I'm nights. I'm talking
0: like a week, like it's not right. a week, a month, or like all summer of like. Oh
2: yeah, camp. yeah. No.
1: Yeah, for a couple weeks once.
2: No, just I did not time. do that. Okay, then I watched, oh which is God. definitely a seek, is uh, Werewolf
1: by Night. Oh, okay, then the, the Marvel uh, yeah. horror thing. It was pretty fantastic, actually. I've been hearing very good things about that. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, you watched it too? He's watched
0: everything that I've watched, and I mean, a lot more. But
1: Sleepaway Camp. And, Sleepaway. Uh, so,
2: it's a special, but is this to see if they're going to oh, possibly maybe, make yeah, more. I
0: haven't thought about it at all. I just, so anyway, I heard um, Michael Giacchino, like you just said, is he's the composer for J.J. Abrams. Oh, okay. And so I guess this is like his,
1: this is his directorial,
0: his, this is blank check. Okay. It's like an hour long to throw back to like 50s. Yeah.
1: Like movies. universal monster movies kind of thing.
2: I like it. I mean, I it, it could rad. totally be a show. I don't
0: It could be. I, yeah. I don't know. I, I wonder if it was just like they wanted to try something different.
2: I mean, it's kind of set up to be the first episode of a show.
0: Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and it is an hour long.
1: Oh, it's just an hour. It's not even like a, a movie length. Nope. No. Hmm. So, Interesting. yeah, it was good.
2: It was very good. Um, yeah. And then I have just been keeping up with and or,
1: Wow, so you guys broke the Marvel, the Marvel wall, the seal here. Check out Werewolf by Night.
2: Eh. It's definitely not. It doesn't feel anything like Marvel.
1: I guess that's why it's uh, appealing right about now. Yeah.
0: Oh man. Good one.
1: <laughs> Sick burn. Uh so John, what have you been watching?
0: Uh that's about it. I think James kind of wrapped, <laughs> wrapped it up. <laughs> yeah, he got he put that in a little package and put a bow on it i don't really think i watch that much else i watch like my regular shit like shows that are just on like jeopardy the, the
1: patient <laughs>
0: i actually did start getting back into jeopardy big fan <laughs> of celebrity jeopardy which started since the last time we talk, spoke i think
1: oh yeah it's will ferrell hosting oh,
0: man. <laughs> <You're> you today
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh you know he's it's it's Mayam Black. oh
1: yeah yeah blossom
0: yeah and uh I don't know, it's fun. What's his name? I don't know. Some people won. Some other people lost. <laughs> Andy Richter lost. I was really surprised that he lost. Oh, shit. Because he was like, he's a, I think he's a previous Jeopardy champ. Celebrity Jeopardy champ.
1: Has it just do, started doing the celebrity thing recently? Like do, they Maybe used they start doing it again. Yeah.
0: I think, does he even, yeah. But they started doing it again recently, maybe. I haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. I think they've tried to do a whole bunch of different weird stuff with Jeopardy. Like, a podcast came across my, like, for you thing and i listened to like a couple minutes of it and it was like from the producers of, of uh, jeopardy two of them and they're like trying new stuff and they're like gonna experiment with different things of like elements and in the celebrity the new celebrity jeopardy they've got like it's it's an hour long and it's three rounds instead of two okay so it goes like 100 200 like 500 or something like that anyway it's just so, like,
1: playing the, with the format a, a little bit with the
0: format fooling around
1: all right, mm-hmm. I mean that's it. You got no nothing, or, nothing you really want to hype up, oh man, or shit on. <laughs> no, I don't want to. <laughs> All right, I'll oh, go. I'm watching. Like I said I'm, I'm
0: watching the patient. Is,
1: oh, that's the Steve Carell thing. It's
0: interesting. Except I asked the question a little while ago. Can you name any half-hour dramas?
1: Yeah, and uh, I think I I was stumped. Like, I
0: think I, this is like I think it's a like half an hour. It's not much longer, it's like it's under forty minutes. it's just like it's it's not enough for you to like
1: sink your teeth
0: into, yeah, hmm.
2: it's under forty minutes,
0: yeah, like I
2: so st- like is it is it filmed in a way that it could be on t v for commercials?
0: no, it's not filmed in any you can tell when that happens,
2: yeah, like, where they have breaks,
0: yeah, oh, I actually do have one big thing I started watching, I should say. Um, they have breaks like another show I'll mention in a minute which is the uh, Netflix remake of The Mole which is like my new jam oh yeah I gotta watch
1: that it's The Mole the reality show thing yeah um, and then it's kind of like the Joe Schmo sort of idea
0: a little bit yeah in a sense except for it's like Joe Schmo if Joe Sh- the if Joe Schmo was the only one in on it mm-hmm. and he was trying to sabotage it and make right. it like the bad opposite. for everybody mm-hmm. yeah yeah, so the episodes are like twenty-two minutes, twenty-three minutes, twenty-four minutes. So yeah, it could be on TV, I guess. And then the, the last couple like thirty-five minutes. Hmm. But it's not like a comedy drama. It's like a drama. It's a full-on drama. Yeah, there's no comedy. There's no. Do you remember humor that?
1: Uh, do you remember that HBO show *In Treatment* where? Um,
0: yeah, with uh, Ga- Ga- Gabriel Byrne. Gabriel
1: yeah, where he was a therapist or psychologist or whatever. I think that might have been like half an hour. Yeah, episodes. you might be
0: right. But like, I kind of think of any like, predominant like shows like. Yeah. It's a, 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 I think that's why, I guess I if I ever wondered why, but I did start watching the new mole TV show and I watch no reality shows. Yeah. So, I mean, I was pretty into it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like super fun. I, have you ever watched the mole before?
1: No, I don't. I don't think I've ever actually watched it. I remember it being around, uh, and like we were saying, like the Joe Schmo was kind of like the reverse idea. And
0: I did watch that. Yeah. So I, I find it really fun. It's like challenges and they got to do stuff. I don't like the survivors and stuff like that. It, I don't know. I guess this is the same thing, just in a different package. And I guess I'm buying it's it. It's got enough
1: of a twist on it that it appeals to you. Yeah, yeah.
0: but that's all I've watched. Uh-huh. Now right. it's your turn.
1: Okay, well, I'll run down. Uh, it's, it's still October when we're recording this, so, of course, I've only been watching horror films.
2: <laughs> so you'll run down
1: 18 no. 18 or so, <laughs> no. yeah. Uh, I'll just go through a few of them. I rewatched the Evil Dead remake, which I hadn't seen since it came out a 2013 uh, remake brutal movie I haven't seen it it is it yet. so fucking <laughs> James this is a movie for you this is a movie oh was,
0: yeah it's, it was like, I remember talking to Dustin after and being like this movie was a lot
1: yeah it is visceral doesn't do it justice oh yeah it's f- now I will say re-watching it I didn't like it quite as much as I did the first time I saw it the characters are like really fucking weak in this but I think as far as horror remakes go it's really good because it doesn't try to just oh let's try to remake Evil Dead and have Ash, like try to have someone else be Ash and all that yeah. it knows that you can't recreate that so then it's just like the same basic idea there's like this say this demonic book but it's People less hanging it out in a cabin
2: less on the comedy and yeah and
1: there's no comedy okay um,
2: so it's just straight
1: it is just it's pretty brutal and it gets so gory and uh, yeah, it's pretty fucked up. Um, so I do like it quite a bit, um, but like I said, the characters are like paper thin. And mm. but uh, but yeah, it's just enough to set up and then go to town. Um, I also rewatched a slasher movie called Pieces from '82. Uh, James, this is another one I think you would really like. This movie is fucked up. It's hilarious. It's a, a Spanish director. It has like it has the same feeling as like the crazy Italian movies, Um, but it's like mostly American actors. But because of the way I think they shot it, it's one of those things where they don't record the audio while they're shooting the scenes. And then you the actors come back and like dub themselves. So like the line readings are just so weird and hilarious and just really memorable. It's so sleazy. There's like nudity, like almost constantly. It's really gory. It's just yeah. So it's just nuts. Um, the ending is one of the most fucking hilarious. You know, in the slasher movie, you always have like the jump, ridiculous jump ending thing. Yeah, there's like two in this movie, and like one is like really absurd, and then the next one is even more absurd afterwards. It doesn't make any sense at all. I fucking love it. It's so dumb. Uh, went back and watched Ghost Ship from 2002 with Gabriel Byrne, who we were just talking about. Do you remember that movie at all, John? I do. It has this really memorable opening sequence where um, all these people are uh, uh, on a ship, like a Titanic-style kind of thing. Mm-hmm. They're all kind of having like a dance gala, a gala thing. And then uh, a wire like, s- I don't know, snaps and like, goes across and cuts everyone in half yeah. as they're oh, standing okay. there. Yeah, that is the it's still an awesome scene. And then like the rest of the movie is dog shit. (laughs) It's like 2002. It's fucking like disturbed soundtrack kind of thing. Um, the bad guy was, uh, one of the cops on Dexter. I totally forgot he was in it. It's a fun cast, but like, yeah, it's so two thousands, like it's, it hurts. Uh, there's a sequence later in the movie with a montage that has this piece of music, which I almost got one. I almost want to stop and, watch and make you guys watch it on YouTube if it's on there. Because it is like the worst music I've ever heard in a movie ever. It's so bad. Uh, maybe we'll do that in a second. Uh, checked out My Best Friend's Exorcism on Amazon Prime. Okay. okay. Uh, it's based on the Grady Hendrix novel. He did the Paperbacks from Hell book. He's got a bunch of his own horror books that he's written. Uh, I read the book a little while ago. It's a pretty fun book, uh, 80s retro pandering kind of thing, but pretty fun. Movies, kind of just eh, mid. It's mid. Pretty uh, mid. Pretty mid. There is uh, one really good character. Um, he's like a Christian bodybuilder guy that they enlist to help them try to do an exorcism, played by Chris Lowell, who's in a bunch of a bunch of stuff. He's like the easily the most fun thing about the movie. Uh, it's kind of a little bit lifeless, so I would recommend just kind of probably forgetting about that one and lastly i'll just mention i watched i just got around to watching the two uh the second and third fear street movies that they put out like over a year ago like they did three of them 94 78 and 1666 uh i watched the first one back when it came out and i was like yeah it's pretty decent it was fun actually surprisingly gory um and trying to do like the you know feel like a 90s slasher kind of thing and then i just was like yeah whatever i'll I'll watch those other ones some point and didn't get around to it and so i just watched the two of them on the plane when i was coming home uh and they're fucking good like it's kind of one of those things where it it's not sequels really it's it's really one movie did you guys watch any of them i did Mm. and i don't remember really much i don't even know what these are. I didn't,
0: for, I didn't watch all of them. I was like maybe one in a bit.
1: Yeah. So as a whole, it's really like one piece. And it's actually like a kind of complicated story that doesn't really start coming together until you watch the second movie. Oh. So I didn't really realize that. I wish I kind of watched them all in close proximity because they are actually one story. And it's actually really well told, I thought. And for a streaming thing, it looks really good, which is often not the case. Like that Best Friend's Exorcism was a prime thing and it looked like dog shit. Um, the kills are pretty brutal And I kind of got into Like the mythology that they Laid down so I was actually surprised It's uh, The Fear Street was like R.L. Stein, Which was like you know he did all the Goosebumps books And oh, okay. all those kids bu- horror books These are not for kids They're super gory and stuff right. But um, So yeah I gotta say Actually pretty impressed by those And uh, I would watch more if they did more of these Fear Street Thingies hmm. But yeah so that's what I was watching And now, let's get into talking about New York Ninja. If there's a trailer, let's hear it now. If not, we'll hear some home improvement. Abductions of young women are still being reported. Another woman
0: with mysterious radiation burns has been discovered.
1: We're going to have a baby. Oh, my God.
0: Can't believe that John's wife was
1: murdered! You have to try and pull yourself together. This city owes me. Well, what's that? Justice. Why won't anyone do anything? We are
0: strong on crime. And together, we have the power. This is a big city. We're doing what we can. Dude, you're to do, huh? Is it is okay? What? Huh. Oh, what shit? What? What?
1: Tell the others I'm coming for them. I need you to help me. I would, but I want them dead. Crime has remained at an all time low thanks to ninja fever. We're going live with this. These men murdered her because of what she saw. It's linked to these abductions. There's something weighing us down. It's that damn ninja. (laughs) New York Ninja's a real hero. All right, so New York Ninja, 2021, or 1984, okay. depending on uh, how you want to look at it. Uh, so, directed by John Liu Chung-Liang, and then re-directed, if you will, by Curtis Spieler. Uh, we'll explain what I'm talking about here in a second. Um, starring John Liu Chung-Liang, the, the director, and... Uh, as well as some voice work by Don Wilson, Linnea Quigley, Leon Isaac Kennedy, Cynthia Rothrock, Michael Berryman, among others. Um, so, oh, yeah, so I thought it was Cynthia Rothrock. Yeah, the cop is Cynthia Rothrock. So, uh, this movie, uh, if you don't know the background at all, New York Ninja, uh, was shot in 1984, um, was shelved by the company, the production company. Uh, and then they went out of business and these reels just sat somewhere for however many years, uh, vinegar syndrome who we've talked about before. They bought the, they bought these from somebody. I don't know who owned them at that point. Somebody had bought all the stuff that that company owned or whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, they had the reels, they had the footage, but they didn't have any audio and they didn't really, it wasn't edited or anything. So they had like, 30 some odd hours of footage but it was just everything shot and so then they brought in this guy curtis spieler hired him to edit it together into something coherent he didn't have any storyboards or anything he i think he had one uh shooting script that the uh special effects guy that was hired to work on the movie still had yeah so he had something to go by and then he just he put this together into a as best he could into a coherent movie from what the footage was. So that's pretty crazy story. Yeah. So this is kind of like Miami connection, which we talked about on the show before, where it was a movie that was lost for however many years was shot, never properly released.
2: But Miami connection, that was like edited, wasn't
1: it? Yeah. That movie was was completed. It was done. Um, so this is a little bit different, but sort of in the same ballpark of an idea.
0: I don't even know if you can rate this puts on the list then.
1: <laughs> well, I, I, well, I guess we'll have to talk about that because it's it's definitely a hard one to even like rate in a way because it, you know, the the guys here, the guy who directed this or redirected it, Curtis Spieler, I was reading some stuff that he had to say about it, and he was saying like, you know, based on the footage and the script that he was given by this effects guy and all that stuff and what he thought the spirit of the film was meant to be. He tried to do his best to convey that and, and edit it together in a way that, you know, it had that energy and what the f- type of movie it was supposed to be. And, and what it is, uh, I'll read the synopsis real quick. Uh, after his wife is murdered, a man becomes a ninja to take revenge on her healer, killers across the streets of New York in this film that was originally abandoned in 1984 until it was discovered and completed by vinegar syndrome. So that's the basic plot he's a ninja who's fighting these street gangs it's, yeah it's, it's kind of death wish yeah kind of death wishy there's like that whole you know the punks are overrunning the streets and the you know the police aren't doing much about it and so it was that time in new york too right in the 80s when everyone was complaining about the crime levels and everything so this guy's wife is murdered by one of some of these gang guys and he basically becomes a ninja and starts fighting crime right um, and then there's more to it as it gets pretty kind of weird, actually, as it goes on. But
2: There's definitely some stuff I don't understand.
1: Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> There's some plot details here that are a little so, murky.
0: Okay, so Don Lu was the director, right? The original director?
1: Uh, sorry, um, uh, John Lu Chung Liang was his name.
0: Okay, so then a different person voices him in this movie.
1: Yes, so that's the thing. They had the footage, but they didn't have audio, so then they had to... Uh, hire new people to dub over all the performances and do voices for all these roles so they decided to get B-movie actors so like Linnea Quigley uh, Don the Dragon Wilson voices the John Liu character
0: Yeah. because while I'm watching this movie I'm fucking googling who does what? And I'm like, what? This doesn't make any sense.
1: Right. This Cause everyone is played by two people. Basically. Yeah, I'm like,
0: this person doesn't look anything like this person. So I'm wondering, did they even have the final reel with like the credits?
1: I don't even know if they had. So that's any the that. question then. Did they I don't even know if they had a credit reel at that point. Yeah. Yeah. So,
2: uh, like are any of these people still alive? Like, are they? Do they have any connection to this release?
1: Well, like I said, I I, I didn't do a ton of research, but the only guy that we I know, yeah. yeah, there's questions, we have
0: questions, and we need answers. I read, I read
1: as much as I could. So, uh, the guy. Um, who was hired to do the effects. He's the one who, who gave him this oh, okay. shooting script that he had to go by. He said he had a hundred dollars to do special effects and he spent most of it on the plutonium man who we'll talk about <laughs> yeah. in a bit. <laughs> so like every, you know, obviously this is a micro budgeted movie. You can tell while you're right, watching it. Right. Um, and they do some stunts work and stuff, but I, I think don't... it looks sick. <laughs> Especially yeah.
0: now, like now I, I want to raise my rating by like a lot.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you gotta respect the ambition and the effort, right, that went into these kind of things. Um, and we've talked about these kinds of movies before, in this realm, stuff like Raw Force as well. I'd throw in there, or um, or even uh, Action USA, where you know the people who are making it don't have a lot of money, but they want to put something together that's fun and yeah, entertaining and uh, just go for it. It's so. definitely
2: a fun movie. I don't know if it's as fun as Miami Connection. But. Yeah,
1: and Miami Connection does feel a little more, I mean, Miami Connection, you got those, like, banger songs and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, and, like, exactly. Um, but there's some pretty funny stuff in terms of, you know, having these dubbed performances in yeah. this.
0: We're starting with the slitting of the throat of the protagonist wife. <laughs> right, and then she
1: kind of, like, stum- the way she, she kind of stumbles. Stumbles down, down, down the, the steps. The because there's somebody
0: steps. that's off camera going, keep going.
1: <laughs> no, more, on. more. We got to, we have to They're fall yelling. more on well,
2: Cause she has to fall right in front of that sticker. There was like a sticker on the wall. Yeah. I hurt New York or yeah. whatever.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but like, why, why would they slit her? Like, they slit her throat and then they shoot her in the stomach. Yeah. Yeah. Why wouldn't they just take her as well? Oh, I guess because he has a specific list. Yeah. yeah. He has
2: headshots of people,
1: <laughs> which I still don't. I mean, do you guys understand why he wants these women that he's, th- the Plutonium he, Man is collecting? I don't know. I'm assuming he has a specific type. Is that
0: all it is? Well, okay. So, but isn't there a guy, the
2: guy that's ordering all these women? Isn't he part of Interpool?
1: No, no. So, okay. the The Plutonium Man. I think he's ordering the women and the the guy that he's dealing with is the pale man who is the Interpol guy. who's oh. apparently an under we, under, we find out later is an undercover Interpol agent because he goes to the main cop who's investigating these murders right? as well as the New York ninja vigilante. So
0: he's setting up a sting where he's like, hey, get me these women. And then they're going to corral all the women to a place and they're going to arrest everybody.
1: I guess. Meanwhile, I, these
2: women are being like
0: sex trafficked. Yeah. So yeah like the, i mean
1: um, again this is like com- a guy okay, had so, to edit this movie out of nothing right yeah, like this yeah, is like yeah. you get a stone and you have to carve <laughs> it into a statue <laughs>
0: oh no, no no i'm not complaining but now i'm trying to figure it out too like i'm trying to yeah. figure out what's missing
1: yeah there's definitely something. it feels like, like there's well, some there's connective un- tissue that isn't here who
0: knows if that was the like that was the actual script they used even
1: yeah and, and that Yeah it probably wasn't Right um, Crazy So now, now it's like Now so
0: much more stuff In the film makes sense Like how one guy Is in one scene Fighting Like down <laughs> To the left And then all of a sudden He's in the next scene And he's like standing On top of a
1: <laughs> Right There's some, it, no, there's oh, some yeah. Continuity stuff There's like <laughs> but, Oh it's like dusk But then suddenly It's day There's again so much more To forgive like now though <laughs> Right
2: Yeah I mean I'm guessing It's like the same Five Criminals Oh, they for they sure. they just keep. I love how they just they keep covering their yeah, they face have weird with masks random
1: masks. masks and like well, bandages yeah. and stuff that's wrapped around their one faces. One of the
0: last films we watched was Basket Case, and I mean we that was brought to you by MoMA. But I'm not joking <laughs> when I say I like the I like the get fresh style of these men. They've got some pretty great outfits.
1: <laughs> yeah, these gangs—they're not just like it's like they're not just regular gang guys. They've got some kind of flair. They're like Batman henchmen or something. Oh, like, <laughs> totally. I was
0: literally like, these guys look sick. <laughs> like, if that was like in a, a rap video, or like, like, I don't know, I don't know why who else makes music videos anymore, but like it would totally be like, okay, that fits I guess. <laughs> like, it's some like futuristic,
1: whatever. Weird stuff going on. Yeah, because that's the thing you I was wondering too. I'm like, oh, at first I was like, oh is it supposed to be like some sort of near future, like Escape from New York thing But no I don't think so I think they're just crazy It's just Yeah they're just Crazy gang guys There's a funny Bit of the At one point Near the start Where there's like Some of those gang guys Are hang, hanging out And then like Another one comes And he's like gonna yeah. slit One of their throats He's like Give me my yeah. money like, Give me my money And they all like Hand out cash At the same time There's just like Weird line deliveries And like after uh, The main guy's wife Is killed This is the part Where he's like So upset He's like He goes and talks To the detective And the detective's like Hey man, I don't know what to tell you. Like, we're trying, we can't figure any of this stuff out. Or, and he's all pissed off and it shows him, he's like walking back and forth between two yeah. like poles and like smashing into them yeah. back and forth. And then he jumps in the air and it's like a freeze frame <laughs> shot where he's like, Why? <laughs> <laughs> Look, like i feel went, like some of this was meant to be funny even when they were originally making it right maybe
0: because at the beginning there's also like you can see the rubber bats that were being used yeah and then it's an obviously a rubber knife yeah
1: yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean that's what you i mean you don't you don't have the high-end props going on here you've got whatever you can afford and get your hands on uh this guy that directed and starred in it um, John Lu Chung Lang he was in a bunch of like Taiwanese martial arts movies I guess in the 70s so they weren't like you know you we, we've talked about Shaw Brothers and like Golden Harvest uh, that did all the Bruce Lee and Jackie Chan and all, and all the old classic kung fu these were not like even for you know these were not top tier kind of movies these are not like right. ones that are on people's lists of the kung fu movies you've got to check out kind of thing so even on that level he was coming, you know, from a low budget, uh, perspective. Hmm. Um, but I think it's pretty fun that they got all these people to do the voices and like, you know, I already watch like these bad, badly dubbed Italian movies all the time, whether they're post-apocalyptic or horror or whatever. And so it almost didn't feel any different to me than watching those movies. Like, it's just like, Oh yeah, it's just that way it is with the weird dubbing. And like, They're kind of talking to the same mouth movements. It looks like, sort of.
2: Sometimes it kind of works.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I from the beginning was just like though they just lost the, the audio for whatever reason. They just they it got misplaced, so they had to redub it. But I thought it was because like they couldn't. Oh, I actually, or it was they didn't have the like the tech like the camera. Sorry, the microphones. So they were like, okay, we're just gonna film the movie. And Mm -hmm. then we're just gonna do the whole thing in ADR.
1: I mean that's that's how the Italians always used to do it. So it feels like that. Yeah. That's what
0: I thought from the beginning. I was like, okay, that but then I didn't expect the whole like cutting it together from Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I
2: love the scenes where you can't even see like they're walking and you can't see their face, so you can't see their lips moving. Yeah. So they're talking (laughs) and I'm like So this is put together and they're just like these are extra things that they can just have them just say whatever. Them. whatever yeah right and uh i don't know it was like extra little charm
1: i mean it it's fun to me like in modern like big production movies when you're watching it and then you suddenly notice like oh that was definitely 80 yard in afterwards like it's always kind of tickles me when you see a moment like that where like oh we got to throw this line in here to like make this make sense or it's whatever a, you know, you punch this up but this is like a whole movie of, of yeah. that, right? Yeah. Um, which I don't know creates some pretty funny moments. Uh, but I do like this kid that like loves the New York Ninja as he's you know he's fighting crime, and so some the community starts to kind of rally around him. I do love um, the
2: montage where he like saves him, and then all of a sudden he's like his son.
1: They yes. both get shot. Yeah, they both get shot, and then, then it's like the
2: here, come into my like. Opium shed, and I'll like nurse you back to health, my son. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I love it. It's so weird because because the kid wakes up and he's just like holding him with his shirt off.
1: I mean, the kid takes a bullet like, for him. Yeah, like I he know. gets shot as he's, he's like flipping around, and finally one of those gang guys is just like, "Fuck this!" and just like <laughs> shoots him. <laughs> And then the kid is like, no, and like dives on top of him and takes a bullet. Yeah. I thought he was dead.
0: Yeah, sure did I I thought he was like, oh, uh, this yeah. fucking kid's dead now. No.
2: I, I like when he dug the bullet out too.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't exactly the most convincing. I
0: it. <laughs> yeah, it was great. I, I'm
1: not. He's got like the little knife and he's like digging and it kind of shows him digging. And yeah. then he like cuts and away then and, and you just see the bullet like pop, <laughs> fall down. <laughs> Um, but then you get that scene later where like the, the, the kids, there's a whole group of kids and they all are like, like, yeah, we're going to be like the New York Ninja and they all have like weapons and shit and they show up and they fight like the legitimate (laughs) gang guys who have like guns and stuff. And they're like, fuck this. We're taking these guys out. Uh,
2: I love the decision at one point, the New York Ninja is going to, strap on some rollerblades oh yeah and he's gonna fight crime with roller
1: Well, 84 <laughs> i guess it would have been actual roller skates but yeah, yeah. roller skates <laughs> that's right and that's another one of those continuity things i noticed in that scene where he he's roller skating down the streets of new york and fighting these guys these guys are like mugging people and stealing purses and stuff and then they kind of chase him into an alley and there's like it's it changes and he's just like running on his feet for a minute and then it's like back to him having the rollerblades on but that was a fun idea for him to be rollerblading around in his white getup, and it doesn't even look like a proper like ninja costume even um but
2: yeah and we haven't even talked about the reporter and the camera guy and oh how, man, yeah how like Right at the beginning, I guess it's the reporter's boss where he comes off the helicopter and he's like, yeah, oh, yeah. I, yeah, you hear about John? Like his wife got killed. His wife got killed. Like you guys have to like get on this story. And then they're just always around because like, he,
1: he works with them, right? Like, yeah, he's like he's like the grip. Yeah, right. And, like, so there's the and, reporter, and, and he's like, and oh, I'm gonna go guy. get some lunch. Uh, um, yeah, you guys want <laughs> <He's> something? <like laughs> it's like Kent. Oh, you missed the ninja again. <laughs> what like, did I miss something? <laughs> yeah, oh man, So <laughs> like all goofy. That's why I think that they really were trying to make it comedic, uh, even you know, when they were actually making it originally. I mean, maybe they also wanted parts of it to feel more serious. I don't know, it's hard to know now, but yeah. um. I definitely think there were parts that were meant to be funny when they were making this. Because um, they play that off totally for... Oh, yeah. It's totally, like, I don't know, for comedy. But um I don't know. There's just so many silly bits. but the,
2: yeah, So what's with the radioactive guy? The the guy that's, like, melts, his face yeah, melts? Yeah, that's, that's the part
1: that's, like, out of left field. Like, where the fuck did that come that from? That's a much
0: darker storyline. <laughs> yeah i've seen what he's done it's not nice
1: yeah it's like a fucking like maniac like slasher new york yeah. thing where like he's killing women and he's like having sex with these women and he's drugging them yeah drugs them has sex with them and then melts them uh, oh yeah because he he
2: takes that one woman in his car that
0: is a, was a wild scene yeah
2: and then he kills her yeah, I don't. I don't understand though. the.
0: I don't understand what it. Which is where he come from? What's his, with his driver, guys? Oh, the driver is fucking driver. awesome. His rat driver, tail. rat tail.
2: So, where he like puts it in his, it mouth. It in his mouth. So <laughs> the
0: first time you see it, when he's in the Prince when he's when he's about to it's drive so away, good. you kind of get a little thing like where you're like looking and you're like, did he just put something in his mouth? And I was like, did he put his little rat tail in his <laughs> mouth. And then sure enough, <laughs> later on, he's like whipping that fucking around, around. Oh man. And he, like, bites it. So are they like, are they, do they drop in from another movie?
1: It feels almost yeah. like it, right? Cause, cause we don't really get into the plutonium man until we're a ways into the movie. And so like we see him have that dealing with the, the guy in the other car, the pale man, but we don't have a sense of like, what is the arrangement? What is the bad plot going on here? And mostly we're dealing with all this gang stuff. So then, later the the pale guy who we find out, like we said, is an Interpol agent, explains to the cop like, "Oh yeah, the Plutonium Man. He's an ex CIA agent, and he they made him. The government made him do this thing where he got exposed to plutonium, and it like <laughs> kind of melted him. And now he his weakness is light." <laughs> That's why he
2: wears those wicked shades all the time. Yeah, mask. he's got the
1: sh- yeah, he's got a mask and yeah. the shades. He like sometimes disguises himself as different people and stuff. Oh yeah, like at the end. Yeah, he disguises himself as the camera guy and the friend. I was so confused by that. <laughs> it's like
2: what the fuck is
1: happening? He
0: disguises himself as his own driver.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that one part, yeah.
0: But then they start listening to him really quickly. Like they yeah. start taking orders from him. Like they're
1: going to kill him. Yeah, but then he's got, a, he's got the drop on them. He's got, like, a gun on them already. But then, he,
0: but then they start taking <clears throat> orders from him, being like, you that way, you this way.
1: Well, it's, it's the, yeah, a, it's one of those weird things, too, because those guys work for him, but then we see those three guys, right? They're kind of, like, separate from the other gang guys, and they're, like, the ones who, or they're among the ones who have been, like, kidnapping the women and bringing them to this warehouse or whatever it is. And they're also, I think those three are the ones who shoot the guy's wife at the beginning because the one steals her cufflink thing that she had and he sees it later on his, on his shirt cuff. Like he stole the cuff link. Remember when she gets, she's on the subway stairs, she's like holding the, the thing and she drops it or whatever. Well, I don't, was that supposed to be, she got his cuff link. Oh, she tore, she tore it off him. That's yeah. Right. She tore it off him. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, yeah. And so then, I, so those three guys work for him, but then they have this weird scene where they're like, oh, I don't want to work for this guy anymore. Yeah, yeah. fuck this guy yeah, <laughs> or whatever. And, jerk. But then the, then the one guy's like, no, let's just finish this job and then we'll do something. <laughs> <like."> <laughs> it's just like whatever. Uh, <laughs> Doesn't There's like definitely some stuff here where it's like, okay, I need some sort of interstitial we, thing to tie this together well, to make sense. The
0: sweet action, though, because the action is the best part where he's like zipping down from he's inside a tree.
1: Yeah, he's like yeah. cheeking
0: out a little bit. <laughs> or if he's like up Spider-Man style in the corner.
1: Well, I kept, like- that's what I actually kept thinking of was Spider-Man, right? Yeah. Because like the cops are after him. Like in the Spider-Man comics, it was like, oh, the public kind of likes him. but Or some like him and some hate him. And the cops are always after him. And... That's what it kind of felt like. And he's also, you know, jumping around. Like yeah. you're saying, he's up in a trees on a building or whatever.
2: I actually felt it the most when they were on the roof and the camera guy climbs up and I'm like, this guy's like Peter Parker. He's like watching Spider-Man fight. Like yeah. that's kind of what's going on.
1: Yeah. And also the whole part of like an, or, or if, or Clark Kent or a Peter Parker thing where it's yeah. like, I'm part of the news team and I leak disappear. <laughs> and then the ninja shows up. Um, But yeah, there's some pretty fun fight stuff. I mean, obviously this is not super, uh, you know, professionally choreographed martial arts movie stuff. But again, when you're thinking about what kind of movie and production it is, um, you know, I think you can have some fun with this stuff.
2: It's fun. I mean, even like, uh, after his wife dies and then he goes to like the birthday party that they they were going to have, I guess. Yeah. Oh, we, and, forgot, and, forgot,
1: we, and, she, we found out she's pregnant in the first yeah. scene, and then she
2: dies, <laughs> and then she dies, and then he's like, he like uses two fingers and like smashes the table, and then he opens up all the presents, and then he yeah. breaks the glass yeah, breaks and like crushes the glass, glass in, in his, his hands. hands. Yeah. and,
1: then, and later he like. Cuts his hand with a sword that he like Runs through his closed yeah. fist I'm like what? what is this guy trying to fuck up his hands <laughs> That's like one time? of the
0: worst places you can get a deep cut Like it's so prone to infection guys <laughs>
1: uh,
2: But yeah so then I guess one of the gifts were Swords so then he Just is like okay I got an yeah. idea
1: just use these swords, uh, and then later when he fights like the uh, the the driver guy who also has swords and is like, Fuck canes. man, I,
2: I love that driver. He's
1: the best. Like
2: we should just have a poster of that guy <laughs> on the wall.
1: Rat tail. It says his name is in the credits. I,
2: he reminded me of like Gambit for some reason.
1: Oh yeah, he's definitely the, the best character. What in this I film. imagine Gambit would be in this movie. But this is like I, there's still no explanation for like I don't understand what Plutonium Man's thing is. Is he just a serial killer who like he's riding that high, man? He wants to have sex with the women and then kill them, and that's it. That's the whole thing. I thought there was like some. I thought there was going to be reveal of some sort of plan, agenda, whatever that like he was collecting them for some kind of reason. I thought but, the,
0: the I, I would, did we already go over this. Mm. Like the he was supposed to deliver them to the. The Interpol guy, right?
1: Yeah, he was Oh, okay, to it was the Interpol them. guy that wanted them. I so mean.
0: that he was just he was just like a middleman. He was just like, I'll collect these ladies, I'll give them to you. I'll Except he paid. never
1: gives them over because he kills them.
0: No, those are only select ones that he goes and hunts.
2: Yeah, okay, okay. he likes to taste the merchandise. Yeah. yeah. Dustin.
0: So he gets... <laughs> just, Fair enough. I think it just happens that they're also blonde.
1: Okay, yeah. I but mean, some of these details are a little confusing. No, when you're watching so those,
0: it. That's like his private like, hunting ground stuff.
1: Okay, that has nothing that to do with his business of collecting the women for the no. Interpol guy. The Interpol guy's like, yeah, this is an undercover mission. Well, we'll just have women be kidnapped and held in a warehouse. In a warehouse. Handcuffed. And
2: then a, ha- uh, a henchman is like, oh, yeah, you're going to be good. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that actually does sound like... The ADR for some of that stuff, when they're like <laughs> herding them into the building and like, move it, bitch. Ho. <laughs> <laughs> oh, at one point, the guy calls her a ho. Get in there, hoe. <laughs>
2: It's just so hilarious So all that shit's happening And the first time we find out That this guy's Plutonium man Where he melts his face (laughs) It's just him In the darkness Then he opens a box The plutonium Yeah And then he just Starts melting
1: And you're just supposed to His hands (laughs) and his face And stuff I don't know how You're supposed to Put all this together Honestly
2: I kind of like I kind of like Sat up a little bit And I was like What the fuck What is this (laughs) Yeah what is this I'm like I'm I'm interested I'm interested (laughs) Like, this is taking a turn, and I like it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think you almost had to have that other level of crazy shit going on, because if it was just the ninja going around and fighting the gangs, and there is a lot of that in the movie, it would get, like, pretty tedious. Yeah. Like, so you need this extra level of, like, what the fuck is this <laughs> going
0: on? It's my favorite part of the movie. I just want to follow that storyline.
1: Yeah. I think it would be, I mean, this is one of those movies where... To watch it in a theater or a crowd, like with a crowd, yeah, of people with a crowd, would be pretty fucking fun.
0: I'd like to go to a theater and w- sit with a crowd and watch the prequel, which is how Plutonian Man became Plutonian mm-hmm. Man, <laughs> and what led him to the New York Ninja.
2: Now, is Plutonian there a sequel? To because at the end, it says we'll see him again in L.A. Ninja.
1: Yeah. No, I don't know if that was.
2: Oh man, something that, that
1: was be... even actually shot. for the original ending or if they just threw that in for fun on this
2: it's like a marvel like
1: yeah he (laughs) he
2: will return and
1: did you guys listen to the rap at the end during the the credit sequence where it shows all the actors no oh it's it's great it's i mean it's the music is awesome yeah there's just like uh pretty simple but like effective synth stuff obviously kind of going the carpenter but that's all
0: done by vinegar syndrome
1: yeah, well, they hired uh, I think a band called Voyager, what's a three instead of an e or something to do it. Cool. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, we uh,
2: follow them on Instagram.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was like, I know I've heard this name somewhere before, but I mean, there's so much of those synthwave kind of acts these days. Yeah. Um, but it was cool. It was totally totally worked for the movie. It totally worked. And you get tons of great New York. I just love that New York City street action. There's yeah. tons of that when he's you know the the roller skating scene and. There's a scene where the three reporter people are like they're driving down the street and check, like they're scoping stuff out. Um, and then what was with the woman reporter? What was with her terrible fucking wig?
0: Oh, yeah. I
2: don't know.
1: It was they, so they bad.
0: $100 for budget, man.
1: I mean, yeah, it was like <laughs> we had $100 for effects and we spent it all better, on
0: the. You do better not, for $100. <laughs> So I, I don't think you can. they
1: found that wig in like some kids play box or something it's it's pretty brutal
0: probably the community center where they shot that big fight scene
1: <laughs> yeah maybe <laughs> But yeah, so I love the part with the kids ganging up, and then later at the end, we see the kids come back when they arrest the New York Ninja at the end. I was like, "You motherfuckers!"
2: Yeah, How dare Like you. he
1: saves that woman cop, Cynthia Rothrock. Uh, she gets a few f- good fight scenes there where she's beating yeah. up the guys. I mean, good quote unquote. Um, but that was fun stuff. And then like he saves her, and then she's one of the cops. Is like, yeah, let's bust this fucking guy,
2: <laughs> and then we'll we'll see who he really is.
1: Yeah, again, like that's total like Spider Man shit, where it's like,
2: and then all the kids come in, and then the New York ninja just like slowly goes down <laughs> into the group
1: and then, and then disappears. Where'd he go? <laughs> hey, wait a second. Oh, darn it, he got us again. <laughs> oh man, that ninja.
2: <laughs> I think Sling they off. even say
1: that. Oh man, he did it. Oh, where'd he yeah, go? Because they're,
0: they're letting him go.
1: Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I like, guess so. Oh no,
0: like it was all a plan. Like, cause he, did, I think it's was supposed to set it up like like a Batman. Like we si- tried to like a Batman situation, right? Where he knows who the New York Ninja is. Like they can c- communicate with each other. So well, because like,
1: that cop and him kind of seemed like they were working together. Yeah, because
0: they were totally working together.
1: Yeah, because he mm-hmm. knows he
2: went to him and was like, yeah. "I know it's you." So did you watch yeah, the yeah.
1: movie? Cause <laughs> it's pretty clearly laid out that
0: they're working together, and then he's like.
1: I know, oh, but I no. thought I kind of thought what they turned happened? on him at the end. Like, no, oh, we have um, to arrest him because that's Rothrock? the law.
0: turncoat. No.
1: Rothrock's not a turncoat. No.
0: <laughs> he just saved their lives. He did. Came I mean, in, but it wouldn't be like a cop to do that. So I guess like, so we're mm-hmm. yeah,
1: see, wrong. realistic.
2: I also um, like how there's multiple scenes where there's like large crowds, and obviously the crowd is unaware that this is, they're in a movie. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> You kind of see him look over. where yeah, are they're like, what's, what's going on? What's going on here? Camera over there. <laughs> That's like the same too with movies like Basket Case, where you're just getting that street footage and like the people in the background are just like, "Oh hey, <laughs> they're, yeah. they're making a movie or something." um I don't know. It's kind of fun, candid stuff. But uh I'm trying to think of what some of the bigger action. John, you brought up the part where he jumps up in a tree. He throws a lot of throwing stars, and they say, uh, "Owen, they say." <laughs> New York Ninja. New on York them. Ninja. So on where would he get that, man? Oh man. You
0: had Alibaba back then. You can't just like get those things made up.
2: The thing is, even back then, he knew branding was a big thing. <laughs> big
1: imp- it's definitely important.
0: Well, yeah, but that's like the I I love- the shirts are on the, the shirts? Streets.
1: Yeah. I guess that was the reporter, the boss who made the shirts. Yeah. He was like, We're going live with these. <laughs> get one now. Here, here, here's a free one. <laughs> you can have a free I Love New York Ninja shirt.
0: I like it when you check the the dagger to the cop's stomach on the, is it on the beach and he's got the throwing star like to his throat i think yeah he
1: like rolls up the cop's got the gun in his face and yeah it's like a standoff thing um i don't know it's pretty fun i like this kind of stuff that gets unearthed it's kind of amazing to think about there are companies like vinegar syndrome that are like Putting the work into restoring this, coming out it's coming out in Blu-ray. It's got like fucking pixels <laughs> like it's just crazy. Like
2: time. This type of movie though, like this is this is what vinegar syndrome's like all about. Like this oh, is totally sure. like it's awesome that there's a company like this that does yeah. this.
1: Yeah, and I think it was um was it Alamo Drafthouse, I think, that did the Miami Connection uh restoration. I can't remember now for sure. We talked about it quite a while ago, but it's just awesome that there are groups out there that are like, no, we gotta preserve this stuff and put it out there for people to enjoy. Yeah. These lost gems, little treasures. Um and windows into a time period like, you know, uh seeing New York and the the, the KFC and all this shit when they go by and just all these old landmarks and stuff. But
2: Yeah, I saw that Ninja Three was Playing yeah, Ninja the Three
1: the Domination the the Canon movie was playing. All it was all kung fu movies like on the on the billboards. Uh man, that would have been fun to be able to just hang out in those in, in those eras and go yeah. to those shitty theaters with come on the seats and watch <laughs> watch some kung fu for fifty cents or whatever. Uh, Here you go, fifty cents. You can watch six movies in a row. Yeah. <laughs> we have to get out at four so we can hose the place right. down. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean it would. I, I never. I was like, when I was a kid. You wanted to like live in places like New York or LA or whatever. And then New York was like that's so busy. But it, it would be cool to like we live in a town that's shut down at like seven.
1: <laughs> yeah, when well, we just came back from vacation and as we were driving, you know, to our house and we got into town, drive back from the airport in Vancouver, and then we're just like, "No, oh, Abbotsford sucks." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's nothing yeah. to do. There's nowhere to but go. To be able to
0: like have everything's open all the time forever.
1: Forever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's, you know, those places just 24 hour seven going, but, uh, we got Tim Hortons guys. Oh yeah. <laughs> the drive-thru is open. <laughs> uh, What else? There's like the stuff at the end with the helicopter. He gets he's hanging from the rope from the helicopter. And they're like, there's like some ADR there where the guy's like, I'll pay you to kill this ninja on the helicopter. So he starts like flying with him, hanging off. And then he like jumps off and hangs from that railing and he's like and there's just like a quick line where he's like what is that is it a bomb? boom and then the <laughs> helicopter <laughs> explodes <laughs> of course the explosion is like you know it's like a cutaway sort of right whatever but uh i don't know i had a lot of fun with this uh it's pretty fun it, it's hard to rate because it's hard to rate i i
2: feel like it's just you like it or you don't like i don't know how you rate it
1: properly yeah. and it's like it's part of it is like you know what were the intentions we we can't really know you know what kind of movie it would have been if it had been edited and come out the way it was originally intended to this guy seemed obviously it seems like he did as good a job as possible to put this together like this yeah and make it at least mostly make sense um so yeah i don't know i i appreciate this kind of thing um I can't you know, sit here and say it's some masterpiece or anything like that, but it's a fun little oddity. Uh, should we rate the movie? Is there any scenes that we didn't talk about? Any action bits? Um, uh, not that I can think of. I mean, there's lots of fight scenes, but they're not exactly elaborate or anything. It's a lot of kicks and chops and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, John, what do you got for numbers? Uh
0: I don't know. I don't. I feel like these numbers shouldn't even matter. I just, I just changed my reaction to an eight because knowing what it is like put together, mm-hmm. I like it so much more. I don't even think it really. It's not even. It's, it's kind of a weird movie to put on the list. Yeah,
1: anyway. I mean, the end product that we've seen is an action movie. It's just. Yeah
0: I know, but overall I gave it an eight. Um, sorry, I gave it. Uh, I liked it an eight, and I gave it a five point four, which seems criminally low, at this point. <laughs>
1: Jan- uh, James?
2: uh yeah my personal reaction i gave it a seven
1: overall five and my personal reaction was also a seven and a s my score was a, sc- a six so it's a 5.5 5 overall i mean it's hard to rate plot high it's hard to legitimately yeah. say the action was great so like it suffers in those areas but yeah it's still a fun movie i think that's people should uh it should look at Look out for.
2: So 5.5, 5, that means it's tied at 126 with Deep Blue Sea, Blade 2, mm-hmm. The Predator, The Rundown.
1: The Predator. Oh, and The Rundown. Oh, yeah. Well, this is so, I mean, I don't even know. I'm just going to put it ahead of all of them. <laughs> what was the first <laughs> one you said?
2: Uh Deep Blue Sea.
1: I mean, I, I don't know if I can say it's better than Deep Blue Sea. That's a Rennie Harlan classic. <laughs>
2: I mean, I think our rewrites are better.
1: <laughs> with Deep Blue
0: I Sea, I mean Deep Blue Sea. Blue Two,
1: Rise of the Face Splitter. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's I, true. I just think I feel bad for the.
2: <clears throat> I feel bad putting it somewhere like. Like I think it should go on the list, but I feel bad An because honorary thing. how can you?
1: Well, that's the thing. Okay, so we're 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 restrained here by a system that yeah. we work but, through. But the 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 takeaway should be: this is a fun movie. It's a fun movie. You should yeah. watch it with some friends. Yeah. yeah, you should buy it from Vinegar Syndrome. It's you should watch it's awesome all the movies that this exists.
0: Uh, I I put it uh, behind Deep Lucy. We'll yeah. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I, I would do the same thing. Yeah,
2: yeah. Face splitters is
1: His face splitters just got pushed down. <laughs> yeah
2: okay, so new number 127
1: there you go. all right done. All right well that that solves the riddle of New York Ninja. Uh, we'll see what's coming up next but uh, thanks for joining us. We're on patreon if you want to become a supporter uh, you can select movies for us to watch on there uh you can get some neat shit cups shirts all that kind of stuff uh we're on letterbox that's where our list lives and we are on instagram action action podcast well you are well i am (laughs) so check me out on there (laughs) (laughs) all right thanks a lot